Hello, everyone. This is Dante from the Wild Day Podcast. Uh, welcome to the season five, episode thirteen. This is where we're going to get more into depth with mm, social contracts in modern dating. What does that mean? Mm, social contracts really means what something that our older generation has done. They created a contract within keeping their duties straight within their in a, in a partnership. Um, has that been divided or is it no longer existing in our traditional way or in our modern society ways? Or is it still around and people are still actually keeping to their contracts as far as, uh, you know, moving forward with marriage and having a child and everything else? So I'm not sure if that makes sense to you guys. Hopefully we don't get off topic again on this episode. But uh, don't want to take too much of your guys' time. If you guys please, please do subscribe to this channel. Subscribe on www.ydatepodcast.com with all the content. We have it on video. We have an audio podcast version. If you subscribe on here, it also helps out too as well. So I'm not going to take too much time. My, uh, I have Ann Shirley. I have Red Pill. I have D-Nice and Alpha Mug in this episode. So it's going to be pretty intense. Let's get into it. Yeah, I think women below the age of 28 want the asshole. And when they start hitting that wall, they want the good man because the good man's not going to do what the asshole's done, what they've experienced through that, their whole young adult life. And I think that's the problem is they, yeah. they have this misconception of time or this time frame and they just go out and go wilding out and experiencing all these assholes chasing after all these types of dudes and shit. And the whole time they're passing up these really stable, good men because they don't have those qualities. But then once they've been hurt enough and been fucked over enough or what have you, and they're, they're reaching that three zero, that's when they're like, you know, and I'm not saying you're doing this. I'm just saying that's when they're like, you know what? That's I need a guy who's really nice and a guy who cares about me and wants a family. And it's like, you know, you spent all your best years with the the bad choices and used up a lot of good resources on those bad men and now you're expecting to get the the best of the crop and that to me is just really crazy it's a it's a really delusional way of looking at things it's like it's 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 backwards you know what i'm saying i think a woman in her early 20s should be really looking for a really good man so she can settle down around her mid 20s so then she can have her child within those really good fertile years so we can have a really truly healthy baby and then once he has his career going and he's really good at money you know all that shit then she you know the baby's old enough she can start doing whatever she wants to do with her life that's how they used to do it in the 60s and 70s and the 50s and everybody was happy like if you look at psychology they're talking about how women are less and less happier now the more freedoms they get. Now, why is that? You know, yeah. they, they're, they're listening to feminists and feminists has gotten them all twisted around. Them. Now they're going against women who, who want to be stay-at-home moms, which is nothing wrong with that. You know, now there's all these women who are past 40, who are alone, who are depressed. More women are on antidepressants, on anxiety pills than ever. It's like you guys are literally destroying yourselves by not listening to common sense, it's just, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's all over. That's so funny you say that. I was, there's this uh, comedian named Amy Wong and she was talking.
shit, that just showed up like that. That's new. That's new to me. What? <laughs> you were yeah, it says that. I didn't know that. This is this is supposed to be a new update. <laughs> it lets me know. Don't say my name, homie. Let's go. Let's go. We made it. I hope uh this my internet works. I won't fuck up again. Uh, this gives us an opportunity to get a sponsorship from Comcast, maybe one day. Xfinity, one Man, of those. Arm and a leg like I do. You know, one of those uh, companies that can sponsor us. We can get better internet provider services. There was a guy. There was a streamer that I I, I actually watched. It was kind of funny. He was doing a sponsorship for Xfinity for like two hours, and then that last five minutes, his internet cut off. <laughs> so, no. I was like, so world, did he get Xfinity? <laughs> so, it, it was like, oh man, you know, shit. No, it happened after. Sorry, five minutes after he was done with the sponsorship, this shit happened. I was like, so uh this is an Xfinity kind of thing that happened. Like it was it was all bad, bro. Like it didn't happen during the sponsorship stream yeah uh, man i was shit. in the middle of a meeting that shit happened to me i was like come on man i'm paying an arm and leg for this shit you know what i'm saying man yeah, please man. give us we we're trying to connect with the world to the world shit man come on yeah. but, uh, welcome world. welcome everybody got myself here we didn't even say that d nice red pill alpha monk and Anne Shirley is on this episode, y'all. So we actually have one woman on here. So that's good. She's all alone. So our, our that female listeners who tap in, show some love, holler at her. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yes, yes. Did that work? Did I go on from there? Or this? Did y'all hear it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Make it sure. Because I, I saw them. I heard on my computer. I wasn't loud enough, man. Uh, anyways, but yeah, that's what I do every episode, y'all. So yes, welcome, welcome. Um, this topic is gonna be, I don't know, like I, I see a couple of things that I wanted to talk about, and I'm trying to like you know save it up and ramp up for the summer when we start really getting into it, and then the anniversary that's coming, you know, that wide date anniversary that's happening yeah. in next month or so. Yeah, um, next month. I have to look, but yeah. Yes, guys, it is going to be about social contracts and dating. Does that exist? Is it real? If you really have to fill it, is there is a contract between men and women, the roles they're supposed to do in a relationship? Does those things matter? Are they continue on? Or is it a conversation they need to have? Right. Mm. So, um, good topic. It is. Okay. I kind of, I kind of just like looked at Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Look at Kevin Samuels, a couple other people, like other, like I get my ideas from, multiple people who talk about this shit so i just yeah you know but he he you know a couple people explain about social contracts how it's so divided because people don't really the expectations come involved um what other things happen like uh, cultural differences we could talk about that how that affects that social contract and it's like that you don't have that conversation with that person you kind of just you know don't have it right do you guys believe it's it's really divided or it's really close that we've actually gotten better at it or has it gotten worse over time during our modern day dating? That's the question I want to ask. Let's go. It's gotten worse. Let's go. Yeah, we'll start uh, with the D nice first, actually. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, me on. Nice. All right, what's the question? <clears throat> Do you think 
there's a big division and he's having that oh, conversation. He froze. He froze? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> he did it on purpose. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, right, well, purpose. Oh, did I freeze or did he freeze? I don't know. Was it me or him? <laughs> you froze, bro. Did I? Oh, shit, man. This internet's trash, yeah. man. <laughs> this is trash. All right. So, uh, okay. I'll try to say it again. Do you think there's a big difference or a division between having that conversation of social uh, contracts? Like, is that, I mean, I, don't, I guess it's two like, couple questions. ETR or no? Is that what you're saying? Like, people's like defining the relationship or not? Yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. Honest. Simple terms. Yeah. Yeah. It's it like five questions in one. Like, get a little lost for a second. Yeah. I lost oh, myself yeah, I was, too. I, I, <laughs> my whole thing is. All right. Oh, go ahead, Dina. Hold on. Uh, so the question is, um, is there still, like, do you guys still define the relationship? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, I mean, the question, you, the question seems to be the, if there's a social <laughs> if there's a social contract between men and women right now, right? Uh-huh. Is the social contract still in effect? Are we still abiding by this contract? Um, do you think the contract is does it exist in your opinion? Um, do you think there are new terms and conditions between the genders? Right. Uh, I think there's definitely new terms. Um, it it just for me at least the way I see relationships now it feels more of uh, I want people to see us versus are are uh, we are actually committed to each other. Uh, I want people to see us on social media. Uh, I want everyone to think we're happy. Uh, it's a more of an image thing than an actual commitment thing. I think also I would add to that that it seems like people are more concerned with preferences and standards and replacing those with the roles that need to be played in a relationship. You know, men have to be masculine, you know what I'm saying? And um, There's a chick I'm talking to right now. We talked about this and uh, I don't know where she heard it from, but she agreed upon it. She said that she likes a man to be masculine when be more masculine over her when she shows masculine roles to, to push more of her feminine out so like if she's Mm -hmm. like tripping out or being a little bit too masculine she needs a man to be even more masculine at that point especially at that point to push more of her feminine out and Mm -hmm. I agreed with that I was like that makes sense and what I've seen so far is people are just worried about like you said material things and more so how you look than actually what's more important in the relationship like trust loyalty respect and you know the roles that we both and all of that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, no, that, that definitely. Oh, and you know, you you talking to somebody right now, Alpha Monk? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't okay. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Oh, hold on. Before we start, because we didn't even talk about that before we go into it. Beer check. Are we good? Let's. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't put that live for people to see. You know. We. Oh yeah. Beer check. Beer check real quick. Uh, here we go. Y'all, y'all, right now. y'all didn't hold on. Y'all didn't see. I got a little lineup too. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You see, you see. Natural though. I was that. Who got the natural? We out here, man. All right. Anyway. Oh, mine's not minoxidil. This is not a minoxidil beer, brother. This is a real oh, beer. Oh, it's a real thing. Oh, hey, brother. It, it takes oh, me two weeks to brother. Just FYI, mine's all real. Oh shit, man! I never heard of a fake beard. I, mean, 
Oh, it's up there. Yeah. Is this real? Gotta make it till you make it now. But going back to the going back to the topic in terms of like social contracts and stuff, I think when it comes to social contracts, I think if you look historically, there were set rules. Man does this, woman does this. That was like it was set. I'm saying probably like pre-World War II, it was just set. A man's Sorry. gonna do this thing, was gonna do this thing, and that's the agreement. And there was rules of engagement, right? Yes. When you look at super conservative traditional cultures, rules of engagement. You don't approach women, you approach your parents, and yada, yada, yada. Right now, it's a free-for-all. It is a free-for-all. The contract exists between two, two individuals. There's no contract between each gender. I don't believe it. I don't believe that that exists anymore. There are contracts in between the genders, right? It's between two individuals. And the issue happens when they don't talk about it. Issues and discrepancies arrive when you don't talk about it. And I'll tell you right now, talking and DTRing, right, takes the magic out of a lot of it. There's a lot of excitement and ambiguity. There is. But there's a, because the problem has been going on for a while and the expectations are starting to get set, right? I don't ever tell anyone to date without expectations. I think you have to have a preferred indifference, right? You should want this to go a certain way. You should do things that are conducive to how you want this to go. But if it doesn't go that way, you can't get incredibly hung up to the point where you're being you know, self-detrimental. So as far as like social contracts between genders, stuff like that, man, it only exists between you and that person. And that only really exists if you talk about it. There's an expectation and there's also, you know, does your behavior align with what you lead this person to believe, right? If you're on the phone with them every single night, seven nights a week, four weeks a month, 12 months a year, you know, and three months in, they're like, so what are we? And you're like, oh, we're nothing. <laughs> Markel, that sounds like it bothers you, man, to do something like that. What? No, no, no. Uh, like, be I'm, on the phone well, with somebody. Like, huh? Be on the phone with somebody every day? No, I just meant like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be on the phone with someone every single day and then be like, yeah, we're nothing. That's very misleading. Oh, okay, makes sense. That's very I thought misleading. you were like, fuck, man, I don't want to do right? this. <laughs> No, no, no. That's very misleading. It's like, one, if you're my lady, I'm not going to be on the phone with you every single fucking night. We're going to be hanging out. You're going to see me. Right? Fair enough. And, uh, but yeah, like, it's just, uh, in terms of like social contracts and stuff, how you act is how the person is going to perceive you. So you have to make sure that you're acting in alignment with what you think. Right? If that person is a casual sex partner, I'm not saying to sit down and say, this is what we are. We're just, you know, casual buddies. And we're going to just bump up these one Friday. Like every other Friday, you just have to act in accordance so don't tell that person you have all these feelings for them when really you're just trying to get up in their guts you know and this is like my policy it's always my policy act how you feel act like what you want act like the thing you're trying to have so if you want someone to be just a fuck buddy you treat them like a fuck buddy you don't treat them like your wife you don't treat them like a queen you don't treat them like a girlfriend you treat them like a fuck buddy if you want someone to be your wife or girlfriend you treat them like you eventually want them to be your wife or girlfriend damn and because the thing is, and all the men are going to agree, we know if you really, really want her, if you treat her like a fucking queen, you're not going to have her. Unfortunately, you have to, you know, put some distance in between y'all. You can't be as vulnerable and as open, right? You just that's just the way it is until she's really, really yours, right? So, um, but, but even then, it's like, you don't have to be misleading about it. Wait, 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 question about that. You said yeah. don't treat him like a queen? No, hey, can I respond don't. to that really quickly? Please, don't, don't treat her like a queen until she's your queen. Uh-oh. If she's not your uh-huh. queen, if she's not calling you king, if she's not calling you public, you don't treat her like a queen. 
All right, go ahead, Shelly. What you gonna so say? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is this misconception that women don't like nice guys. I think that's bullshit. I think two things we need to consider. The first thing is not every nice guy is really a nice guy. And then number two, women are attracted to masculinity. So there's a tendency for those asshole bad guys to like be committed to their purpose, to have a certain regimen, to be disciplined enough to not make her his entire obsession. Women don't want, honestly, women don't want to be like, obsessed about because it, sh- it it basically means that if like shit goes to like if if all things considered were to fail um you would look to me to be the masculine role and i don't want to be that right question so, those weakness well, let her finish let her finish what she gotta say so it's not that we don't want to be treated like queens we absolutely do want to be respected but we also need you to main, main, maintain your purpose right to be on brand with that that's all don't self-abandon uh, yourself for anybody, man or woman. Well, I think what Red Pill was trying, what, what he was saying was like exactly that. You can't get yeah, that, and but you can't like you can't treat her like a queen if she's not respecting the same playing field level playing field. Because a lot of guys, these nice guys, they'll do everything for the girl. They'll you know they'll call her in the morning, make sure she's fine, call her at night or whatever, buy her stuff all the time or. You know, and they're doing genuinely nice things and they're being genuinely nice to her. But more times than not, the girl will get bored with that or she'll see that as a weakness because, like you said, he's he's put her as the number one spot. He's not really caring too much about uh, his own shit. And, you know, sorry to say they women don't like that. So it's yeah. actually true. They don't like nice guys. You just don't. It's not that it's Wait, Shelly, you got like a question for bad you. guys, but it's just you just don't like nice guys. You like guys who are <clears throat> what we'll say like doing their own shit. They're aloof. They're mysterious. Yeah, I mean, you know. Let, well, let me. Well, let let uh, D Nice answer the question. Okay. He had a question to ask. Uh, so, uh, answer. Do women want nice guys or good guys? Because I always hear there's a huge difference between these two. That's a good I question. Agree. That's a really good question. I think women want good men. They want men with character. They want men who have a level of respect, um, integrity, right? That's really important. Nice, being nice feels manipulative. Being nice is that kind of stuff where you do customer service and you're like, okay, have a nice day. That shit's fake. I feel right? I feel like, attacked. Right. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> Sorry, I just... <laughs> so like that nice guy act is definitely an act and it's inauthentic, right? But when it comes to a good man, yeah, I think I think hey, you're so you're on brand. I, I I feel offended. I I'm actually nice to people when, it, when <laughs> even when they're assholes. I'm not like faking it. I don't oh, try to Lord. fake that. I, I try to just go with the positive energy and just go through, mm-hmm. man. Like I don't fake. I don't. I hope I don't seem fake for the people I talk to. I mean, I'm not I mean, saying I'm like damn. a super nice guy. I'm like the nicest guy in the world. I mean, like I I want to know honestly, like Andrew, like what what's your like too much of like nice guy where they don't when they finish up there's the guys who like they seem very like uh what simpish right what is yeah. your like boundary of like boom right like okay you are being very simpish right uh I, <laughs> like i'm not interested at all yeah i i feel like when it's like when it's to the point where it's like excessive right like oh my god my beautiful black goddess queen the way you like wake up and you're the way your eyes open and the the sky shines out of your ass it's like my god it's like a little much (laughs) 
it's a little much. I'm, I'm actually a human being just like you with faults. Um, and it puts me in this weird position of like, oh, I have to perform to be like, <laughs> I have to perform to be like this weird ideal that I'm really not. So I feel like any guy who like takes it to the extent where he's like seriously kissing ass to the point where it's excessive is kind of weird. Um, someone who like just shells out a whole bunch of money and we have no fucking connection, no fucking <laughs> relationship, nothing. You're just doing this. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I mean, I, I, it's nice, but it's real simp behavior. Um, anything that reads as like, an oh, like if I feel like you, I have to owe you something afterwards, I feel like you probably put that energy into our relationship, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, so we just got to be continue yeah, being assholes. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm no, just don't continue being assholes. <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't like, care about these flowers. <laughs> every relationship has like a natural progression. It's natural. I think like I I could be wrong. The reason why women like these such assholes, they want to try to heal and fix yeah. and try to like nurture the in these assholes. Like I think that's it's something that most women at all that's that, typically want to do like i've noticed that they want to try to like oh man i want to know what's wrong with him i'm gonna try to make him a better man and and nurture him maybe he's just been scarred as as a childhood this is why he's (laughs) such an asshole and most women do it for the drama they want to like tell their friends like oh my god my boyfriend is such a dick like they want to be the therapist right so roller coaster effect right right so it's like the emotions of a roller coaster effect like it goes up and down up and down i guess their gets their shit thumping so yeah, you know, are natural nurturers. Like I literally saw, like my niece is literally was so nurturing to her little brother, and my old, like the older brother is just like, oh, whatever. Like you know, what I mean, like, it naturally just happens. Like I just like saw him like f- help her little brother up, and like it's like my brother was like, you're the bigger brother. You're supposed to help your little brother. Like, right? He didn't know what to do, but it was just something that women initially have is that that nurturing character. So I think that's why that that is. You know, I could be wrong. I'm not a woman, so I don't know. But that emotional roller coaster, that drama, the narrative, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm guilty of it. I've done it. it. It makes you feel like, again, nice guys don't do that shit, right? Nice guys don't kind of put. <laughs> oh, this is so toxic. Ah, so, uh, yes, is, we love where did it. That come from? Yeah. That's my question: Is where did that come from? When did it start with you? Like. Because I, I hear question. it all the time that men are, we're taught how to treat women when we're young, but women aren't taught how to treat men. You know what I'm saying? They just grow up being told that they're princesses, that they should be handed, you know, that really wasn't. Foot, all that type of stuff. But it's like, when did it start for you that you just started to like men who were a little bit more, I don't know, uh, harder to get or, you know, they were a little bit more assholish than than the nice guys, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure you've had nice guys before, but, you know, obviously they're not here now. And, you know what I'm saying? But, and I'm pretty sure you had asshole dudes that just turned you on in a totally different way. So it's like, when did you find that that difference? Like, oh, I kind of like this more than this guy who, you know, is always there when I call him. He He's really sweet to me. He calls me beautiful all the time. But this dude, he doesn't call me anything. He'll probably text me something. You know, he'll smash me out and, you know, bust my back out, but he never buys anything. <laughs> he never does any of that shit, right? But this dude over here, he'll make love to me and look me in my eye and whisper sweet nothings. But, man, something about this guy just can't 
let go of that shit and you eventually go to the bad guy or the asshole and leave the, new, the nice guy out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when did that happen? You don't have to get into detail, obviously, but when did that happen to you at what age? I think that started for me around puberty. <laughs> um, you know, like, I think it, well, two things, right? Like my dad is a very like alpha type nigga, if I can say that. Um, no, you he's cannot very, say like here. emotionally disciplined. He, he, yeah, he, he's just a very strong man. So like, I've over, I guess naturally there's that foundation of being attracted to that type of masculinity. But when you get into like fucking like preschool, you, you, you notice the kind of niggas who get attention, right? You notice the kind of men who like, or the boys who are, are popular and you want their affection. And I think that's where that starts for young girls, where we start performing for male attention um and it just does it just doesn't go it just goes unchecked does that make sense yeah that's yeah. perfect sense. so i really like interviewing you because you're like the only woman here so we're like we need answers now no, why are y'all crazy like what the fuck like yeah. so you know just we're not you know we see we, you you running the whole thing we make sure you you know everyone has their peace and have you know they're going to say what they say yeah. you know, we're trying to keep yeah. it very pg here Classic. we don't want knives getting thrown or you know, none of that <laughs> shit happening. None of that toxic shit. It's to- yeah, it's no. non toxic Wednesday today. Non toxic Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I think like just you kind of see like growing up, like who's considered attractive, right? And a lot of the men who are considered attractive are emotionally unavailable. As do, you th- do you think that? And I could be wrong. I might cut out too during this conversation. Um, I'll probably say it again. Let me know. Um, just because you grew up with your father, you want someone yeah. like you see that, oh, this is a man, this is alpha. So I expect yeah. this from another dude, right? Yeah. Let's say like women who don't have fathers in households. Is that a big factor? Because this is probably why they don't want to listen or abide by, like, you know, we have no submissive energy towards a man or they feel do you think that has something to do with it I, and i'm getting too deep into it but mm-hmm. I, i've always looked in the psyche of why people do things and i've always want to know what's your I thoughts will, on? yeah that's a good question i will say growing up with like a masculine energy you just learn how to adapt to it and if you live in a household where that doesn't exist like i'm not saying it's a good or bad thing i'm just saying that the way you treat masculine energy is going to be very different because like arguably you've had to be the masculine energy so that bad um, beat so it forces you like, to be more feminine right or you get to wear like, two shoes like masculine energy and feminine and charlotte one right you meet a person and you're like wait what can he bring to me because i already do it all and it becomes a very combative energy like combat combative dating experience because as like a woman you're like why should i give up my masculine role so to speak because I've gotten this far. And a lot of women don't know how to turn it off versus like women, if you're like, <laughs> if you're if you're raised with masculine energy, so to speak, like you have to, you just learn how to communicate with men differently. You understand. Should they have to turn it off? No? I mean, I don't, well, I don't what do you know. think? I'm, I'm just answering, D- your, I'm just answering the question. No, 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 you're right. I mean, I like, like yeah. honestly, it's like, it goes to that point, right? When you have that bad B mentality, right? And now you're well, like, you're, Go ahead. It was kind of like what Alphamong was saying that, um, you know, women with the masculine 
personality and then there's uh, the man that kind of has to raise his masculinity also. Right. You know, so. I mean, well, I mean, is it a, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's, an, that's just the. It actually isn't. I mean, I don't, I think, think, I don't know if it's a bad thing. I mean, if you think about it. I mean, every, the guys on here, the, the, the women we dated, the ones who were like just smitten by you, you know, like they just couldn't have, an, they, they couldn't get enough. They were intoxicated by you. Those women, we were, we were more masculine with those women. And I think women's bodies it's just triggered by that more. They get more arousal by a man being very masculine. Like how I don't yeah. know, every fucking woman that I've ever dated loves being choked. If if I oh my God. push a girl Everyone? up against the wall, man, if I push a girl up against the wall and choke her and like whisper in the ear like that, it. it's like Niagara Falls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Everyone no, I'm serious. <laughs> every female <laughs> likes masculine they like, they like aggressive <laughs> they do. They like aggressiveness during sex. Not they don't want romance all the fucking time. <laughs> oh, they want to be thrown across the bed. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Man, I'm just <laughs> no judge, no judge, no judge. No, no judgment. Judge. But yeah. They want that like crazy <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> Serious question, is it a one hand choke or a two hand choke? <laughs> oh, well, uh, two hand oh, chokes, one, if you, you, you got know, big you hands, know, you can do a one hand real quick. She said facts. <laughs> so yeah, a little bit you know what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it, you can be the most innocent looking female, you know what I'm saying? But those those doors close and she, you know, oh, you do it oh, right yeah. she's like, oh, hell yeah. You know I, wanna so be, I like, want to be. I need this toxic energy. That's so crazy. Um. So do you guys think that that's those situations where women that have fathers in the home is a situation why they cannot create a contract? Like social contract is very hard for them to abide by. Or maybe going back to like, see, look, I, I went back into the, the topic. Yeah, you see me out here. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's just the they're, the contract that they make with certain men is just going to be different. It's not going to be traditional. Maybe that's just what it is. So like. For example, in my culture, you're not supposed to move out of the household until you're married. That's like the basic social contract. But as like time goes on, right? Like women- Is that specifically for women? Or only for women. Men too. Okay, yeah. Only for women. Only for women. So I don't know, but like as yeah, time it's, goes It's on, so crazy in African culture, man. They, they, my, my uh, not to interrupt, but my cousin's married to Nigeria is like, for, it was hard for him to understand that it's 50 50 kind of thing in America and the States because he expects his wife to do everything. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, no, this is oh. not how that works. He's like, oh, shoot. That's, I mean, just, that's just off topic, but I guess it's crazy mm-hmm. that it's it's super uh, double standard for, especially for the women. I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of different in Indian Pakistani culture, uh, men are expected to um, take care of the mom and dad after. Uh, they grow up and get their paying jobs. So it's kind of like their investment, <laughs> pretty much. And you can't fuck up. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Miss Sorinary commented. Sorry, just not there. She commented with me. Yeah. I didn't really have a father figure, but I gravitated towards another make figure that was around. That's good. That is good. I mean, that's that's what you kind of have to do. Most women don't do that, though. You know what I'm saying? I like, mean, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Come on. I'm not stealing your thunder. Go ahead. Oh, just, you're fine. I might I might lag out. So you guys keep talking. The more you keep talking, the okay. lesser chance for me to lag out. So go ahead. I was just gonna mention that we just live in a thank you. 
we just live in a time where that's encouraged. Like that's just encouraged. You can do it all without masculine energy. There isn't really the conversation about like, how do we coexist and unite really? So you don't so, think that masculine energy doesn't serve any purpose? I got- no. I, 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 no. Not with women, it doesn't. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe in certain- I think it social, does. Like for a job, you know, if she's a boss or if she's alone and somebody's fucking with her, then she can show masculine energy. But if, if it's going for dating, then I think the best, best thing for a woman to do is just present more feminine energy. But I understand, you know, the shit test, mm-hmm. that's to see if the guy's actually masculine enough to handle mm-hmm. her. Because if he's mm-hmm. not, then what the fuck is she doing wasting her time? So exactly. I, I get I get all of that. That's 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 I understand that shit. But I think so, one, one of the biggest things is they they chase masculine energy and the majority of men who are masculine, more masculine than the rest, are kind of toxic. Uh, yeah. so they just get, you know, one after another, one after another, and then they get that one itis mentality yeah. and they, you know, yeah. all guys are trash. And it's like, well, did you fuck all guys? Or are you just talking about the three niggas you just been with? So it's like, it's crazy, you know. I'm gonna lag out. Uh, really quick, I got a red pill question, Markel. Uh, me and you have this conversation all the time about uh, women wanting men versus good men. Um, uh, I wanted to hear your piece on this. Oh, about like girls wanting assholes and stuff. Uh, you remember how uh, we were discussing the um, topic of. Uh, a good man versus, uh, I guess, since real man, a man. Oh yeah. See, here's the thing, and this is perfectly replicated by women not going for nice guys and going for guys who are assholes, right? And I'm not talking about guys who are nice. Talk about nice guys, right? The y'all know, you don't know what that is. The Urban Dictionary, right? Nice guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a subset of men. Nice guys, usually beta neckbeards. Um, <laughs> women don't want good men. They want someone who's good at being a man. Kill right? spiders and shit, and, and bugs and shit, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, change oils. Fix things. Right. And that can manifest in different ways, right? That can manifest in different ways. She wants the guys who are the most physically adept, right? She wants to be the most physically adept. She wants men who are the most, and I'm going to say the word self-serving, but I mean that in a neutral sense, not in a negative sense, right? Self-serving meaning as they are incredibly ambitious. They will, are consistently achieving and they're dedicated to their purpose, right? Or they want men with incredibly high social status. They want men who have achieved that things that the highest men in the peaks of history have achieved in some aspect, right? Men who are really wealthy, men who are really, really attractive and physically fit physically dominable right that's the whole like six foot plus thing that's where it all came, comes about right men with really, really high status that's why these girls fall in love with these fucking local rappers right for some fucking reason because they're they have really high yeah, status local rappers. Scale. <laughs> he said local <laughs> local rappers and stuff and, and it's just all represented in that and unfortunately right i think this has more to do with biological attraction than it does with like cognitive attraction right like, I think, like, her lady bits are like, I want that man seed, right? In her mind, she knows this dude's bad news. In her mind, she knows this dude's a cheater, drug dealer, woman beater, all this stuff. She knows consciously this man is all these things. But her lady bits are just like, I think women going for the asshole and avoiding the nice guy is literally the equivalent of a man thinking with a stick, right? 
when, when, when we were talking to boys, they're like, oh, why did you bang that chick? She's crazy. He goes, man, I don't know. That's women, the same thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> why are you messing with him? You know he bad. I don't know, girl. I don't know why I did it. I just, just love like, this shit. <laughs> you, 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 you think you want your lady? You got a big dick. It's just that self <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> And what really happens did. is, um, if you look at statistics about where women are on their menstrual cycle and where they are most likely to cheat if they cheat, it is always when they're ovulating. It's crazy. It's always when they are most most primed to accept seed. Is when they How do you? Cheat. Where, you, they never where, cheat you where do you get this information from? Yeah. Oh, that's actually common. That's common knowledge. You give me a minute. I can, it, like, yeah, we know it's common knowledge. We need to know. At the beginning oh. of their their menstrual cycle, they want the asshole because their ovaries are dropped. At the end, All the asshole they want the just father type. At the end, they want the father type. He ain't lying, man. He ain't lying. That shit, you can look it up. So there's a book called Sperm Wars. There is a book called Sperm Wars, and that book uh, cites all the studies that are using the data that I am not presenting to you. The, that's right there. It's books called Sperm Wars, and it's written by Robin Baker, R-O-B-I-N space B-A-K-E-R. Um, definitely check that book out if you guys want to know what I'm talking about. If you're a man and you've read Rational Mail, it cites the science there. I mean, all kinds of stuff. They got an audio version of it, man. I need to. I don't know about. No, yeah, I got the audio version. Like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need the audio version. Man. And, uh, but, but the reality but, is, just just the red pill thing is. And I'm gonna say this, and honestly, I'm, I'm not gonna like justify it. It's the fucking facts. And any man who hears me say these words, you just can go, oh yeah, that makes sense. She doesn't want a good man. She wants someone who's good at being a man. So most of the time, that guy is a bit of an asshole. Most of the time, um, but not always, not always. Right. And so I, it's one of those where like, if you really want to be better with women, you need to be in a position where women come after you. That is the only way you'll ever be really, really good with women. If you're constantly in a position where you have to chase women, you have to go find them and try and attract their attention. You're just not high enough on the totem pole for them to come looking for you. Women smell winners. Women can smell winners from far away. They can. And they're always going to go for it. That's why they're always going to compete for these men who are just doing their own thing, right? Question. Uh, so, and they will cheat. I, I don't know about them spill winners. They they might smell like whatever loot. You know what I mean some losers. I see some women date some like it's real losers. And they didn't smell that shit out. Right. Well, Wait, here's question. the thing. Here's the thing. I'll answer that in just a second. Me... I think women go for two kinds of deals, right? Look at it. Like relationship is a deal. Two kinds of deals. They go for the absolute possible best deal they can which I think is the most common outcome, right? Is that's hypergamy, right? Them constantly always trying to go for the best possible meal they can get. Or if they're not very high up on the dating totem pole, if they don't really have a high sexual marketplace value, they go for the guaranteed thing. If you look at women who are in long-term relationships with incredibly simpish men, right? It's just somebody really incredibly simpish men or someone who's conventionally labeled as a beta, that woman is rarely high up on the sexual marketplace, rarely. Question. So, why don't you feel good men can do everything you just mentioned? Never did. Good Never. men are nice guys. Oh, okay. okay. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Wait, hold on. Whoa. Are you, you, me or Dante? Yeah, what do you, you. mean? Um, uh, you, 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 wait, me or Dante? Him or down here or? Uh, Dante, she nice. Okay. Um, 
I, I guess uh, the way you separated the two, I thought you were saying that good men can't do any of that. It's just uh, m uh, men that are good at being men can only. Well, a good man could be good at being a man, but a good man can also leave himself as a good man, right? A good man would be like, oh, I have a job. I have a good sense of character yeah. and I'm a nurturing soul, right? I'm a nurturing, fa yes. nurturing father figure. It's like, okay, well, you're a good man. You're a good guy. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're good at being a man. How self-serving are you? How assertive are you? How alpha are you? And you're reading Way of Men right now. The traits that, like, if you had to create a band of brothers, right? And, like, basically it was, like, it was you four versus, like, everyone else and every other tribe. That book explains those qualities you would need in those four, right? Those four, those that your, your gang, your tribe. Those mm -hmm. men who embody those qualities the most, are the men who do really well with women. And those men are being good, are good at being men. And none of those qualities is kindness. Okay, and she looking like she's got something to say. She's sitting there like looking unentertained <laughs> right now. Right? Is like, uh, <laughs> this making sense for your answer at all? I mean... What do you got to say? <laughs> so we're talking about social contracts and, you know, how they're changing or if they're still relevant. And alpha alpha monk and red pill suggest that being a good man is okay let me just tell you let me just tell you what i think let me just tell you what i think i think women want good men right i don't think that's changed but i do think the social contract has like forced y'all to be a little bit lazy like a lot of y'all niggas can like pass as good men and not really be, be good men and still get benefits as a good man. Um, yeah. If that makes sense. I don't think I'm a good guy or a nice guy. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think I qualify. I don't know. That. It's like, okay. It's like, there's, there's three types of like men, right? There's like those nice guys. Then there's those like actual good quality standard men who might have some, you know, working to do, but you want to be with them. And then you have like the good, then you have assholes who masquerade as good guys, right? And that seems to be like the new update of the social contract. We are attracted to those like pretenders. And I think just me as a, as a person, as an individual, no, we, I want a good man. I just know that like, what it means to be a good man may not be like socially accepted, if that makes sense. Like for me, what makes a good man is someone who's loyal, not someone who's like super self-serving, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think looking, yeah. I think women below the age of 28 want the asshole. And when they start hitting that wall, they want the good man because the good man's not gonna do what the asshole's done, what they've experienced through that, their whole young adult life. And I think that's the problem is they, they have this misconception of time or this time frame and they just go out and go wilding out and experiencing all these assholes chasing after all these types of dudes and shit. And the whole time they're passing up these really stable good men because they don't have those qualities. But then once they've been hurt enough and been fucked over enough or what have you and they, they're reaching that three zero that's when they're like, you know, and I'm not saying you're doing this. I'm just saying that's when they're like, you know what? I need a guy who's really nice and a guy who cares about me and wants a family. And it's like, you know, you spent all your best years with the 
the bad choices and used up a lot of good resources on those bad men. And now you're expecting to get the, the best of the crop. And that to me is just really crazy. It, it's a it's a really delusional way of looking at things. It's like it's 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 backwards. You know what I'm saying? I think a woman in her early 20s should be really looking for a really good man, so she can settle down around her mid 20s. So then she can have her child within those really good fertile years, so we can have a really truly healthy baby. And then once he has his career going and he's really good at money, you know all that shit. Then she, you know, the baby's old enough, she can start doing whatever she wants to do with her life. That's how they used to do it in the 60s and 70s and the 50s. And everybody was happy. Like if you look at psychology, they're talking about how women are less and less happier now, the more freedoms they get. Now, why is that? You know, yeah. they, they're, they're listening to feminists and feminists has gotten them all twisted around. Them. Now they're going against women who, who want to be stay-at-home moms, which is nothing wrong with that. You know, now there's all these women who are past 40, who are alone who are depressed, more women are on antidepressants, on anxiety pills than ever. It's like you guys are literally destroying yourselves by not listening to common sense. It's just, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's all over. That's so funny you say that. I was, there's this uh, comedian named Amy Wong and she was talking about how like- Amy Wong. Yeah. yeah she's hilarious and she was like i fucking hate feminists why are we going like you guys got it you got you guys got the whole game messed up i want to stay at home and like get paid and eat and not do anything don't tell the men we know how to work right she's so like, though she really about that life though she well she was doing her she was it's so funny she was doing her whole set pregnant and she was talking about how when she That's was great. in her early 20s, like she loved having birth control because she would just fuck around and like, um, you know, sleep with hella guys. And she did this. Whole, anyway, long story short, I think she is about that life. Um, but it's just like Alpha Monk said, she got to the age of like 30, trapped someone. <laughs> and then she realized all this like feminism and working and being independent shit is hard. And I just want to stay at home and be pregnant and stop stop telling the men we know how to work because that shit's for the birds. And I thought that was so funny because like I think women do I think women do want to I don't know I, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this but like I do think women want to be cared for. Like I do think we want to feel protected and and yeah I mean you're not gonna get in trouble for it. They've been told so many times now that, that that's a bad thing that they they think it's bad or they think that that they're not um what's the word I'm sorry or they're not uh, equal or something if they if they get to stay home or if they don't go go out and yeah. get a career or something they're they're afraid of other women saying oh you're not yeah you're not equal you're you're a fucking slave now and it's right like, exactly nah. I mean her husband loves the shit out of her yeah like she, all she has to do is clean and cook for him. That's, that's it. Like, they're like, they're like, oh, that's a fucking slave. It's like, no, motherfucker, you're going to a job yeah. for a minimum wage. That's a fucking slave. You're getting the whip. Like, you should get yeah, it's like, this whole situation. You ain't getting your ass. Like, it makes no whip. sense. So that's why I said they got them all twisted around. So it's like, yeah, it's, man. Yeah. He's giving you dick. Up. He's giving you money. He makes sure everything's cool in the house. Man. Yeah. Why would I? And I get to watch Netflix. Like, this is the best time ever to be a stare. Hold on. Now, we're not, we're not knocking doing a stay-at-home mom that is challenging that is very challenging being a single stay-at-home mom make sure everything's clean you gotta cook you know i mean like if you don't enjoy cooking or doing any of that shit it's gonna be a challenge for you 
Like, if yeah. you're not like a necessarily like someone who does that shit, it might be a very big challenge for you. Who are you talking to? Why are you put us on mute? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm talking. <laughs> man. I'm just Dang. <laughs> Oh, okay. Hey man, you see a real asshole come out now. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just talking. Be careful, you can get some DM. Man. Be an asshole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, he's an asshole. Oh, he's an asshole. I've been waiting for one. There's, there's not a lot of these guys out here. <laughs> man, don't hey, don't. Yeah, come on now. We got we got women listeners on here. Female listeners. Female just, listeners. I just think women want to, I think women just want to be able to choose. That's it. I think we want to have options. So if you want to be a stay at home mom, that should be considered just as legitimate as being like a CEO. Right. I think a lot of women just want it all. That's what I think. They want it all and they find out that they can't have it all. We got a question here, not to interrupt, but someone commented and said, uh, Angelina commented, she said, oh, and what about if you get divorced? Then what is a woman to do? Get a job like everybody else. That is true. That's the risk you would want to be equal. Like there, there you go. If you're a man and your wife's a stay-at-home mom, her risk is you guys get divorced is she's not going to have a job. Some money out of it. She gets something. His risk is he has to give up half of everything he's worked for. So you got to give up something. I mean, dogs, just pay goldfish. Yeah, I mean, it's like he said, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you get divorced, you will get half his shit because you're a stay-at-home mom. Right. So it's like you'll be fine. Right. But if you over people, six figures. She'll get a fucking Fine. job though. Yeah, she's supposed to get a job. That's what she's supposed to do. Yeah, There's risk in everything you do. That's just how. That's, that's how okay. it is. Work, work is in accounting. Out, you know. Like, Wait, uh, what about stay-at-home dads? Just some like. Hey, I mean, well, alpha mom. Uh, red pill. You're, you're a single dad. Same shit. Same shit. Same shit. Same shit. Right. I'm just saying, man. It's harder. You know, it's just harder for you because courts are like. I think there are very few women out there who would respect a stay-at-home dad. Women will say too, yeah, that. Do they? I, I always wonder, man. Like, is is the game? How is the game for you? For you being a single dad, like, I, I'm I'm just curious, man. Like, is it like a rap for you for having a kid? Like, and females don't mess with you? Like, I, I'm just a quick question. I just want to know. I think it's the opposite. It's the opposite. I'm no, I'm no yeah, I'm no. not females who like a uh, uh, single dad. I'll tell you right now. Uh, I don't be telling girls I'm dating. I have a kid, and it's just like. I'm gonna take him seriously. I don't put that business out. There's like those who follow me on Instagram. I post my son you don't. Yeah, once you don't. every couple months, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's just one of those where like, and here's the, here's the truth. Modern dating is so incredibly fickle and everything is so short term and so short lived. It's like, I'm not going to sit there and tell you about my entire life story about my family and all that. So a lot of girls will go on a couple of dates and it fills out. They don't even know I got a sister, you know? <laughs> it's just, that's just unfortunately just how, how it, how it works out. And um, how long do you wait usually? Does, to, does it affect you at all? What do you mean? Does it affect me? Like, you know, since you, you, you got a kid pretty young at the age, so it's like you kind of at that, you know, me at that stage right now where it's, you know, it's not expected for like Mondre and I and Donnie's like, we're at the age in the 30s. Like, it's 90% chance we're going to run across a mom, like 80%. You know what I mean, like, yeah. for you, it's like you dating girls in your age range. Man, half them got kids. Half them? <laughs> <laughs> well, half. We got like one three fourths of it. Like, oh, shit. 
them got you know what? They probably doing the same thing you're doing too, and not telling you. And then y'all both gonna release it at, at one day, and just be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's just one of those where like, and this is like we had a talk was it last last week or week before something like that about single moms. Like I don't knock single moms. It's just I think it's just easier when they don't have kids. It's just easier to date women when they don't have kids. Um, I mean, it's one of those where I take care of business. I don't make it nobody else's problem. Um, I don't be just telling all the girls I'm dating I got a kid because what do you need to know? We're just going to go to each other in like two weeks. What do you need to know? (laughs) Oh, That's just how shit fizzles out. Unfortunately, if you're so short term, but it's also, you know, it's about where you meet women. That's why I haven't really been on dating apps like that. It's about just where you meet women. Like, I don't, I was actually, I heard another podcast talking about this where, like, the guy was talking about online dating. He was saying that you'd have so much more success sliding in DMs on Instagram than you do on dating apps. Right? And he goes, because, like, he's just he's talking about the way you can set up your whole profile and stuff like that and how he had more success Instagram than he does dating apps. And my whole thing is, and maybe this is my ego, I don't like sitting in a queue. Like, I'm not going to sit here and wait in line if you decide to be like, all right, I'll give this dude a shot today. It's, it's his bad. Like, it's my bat when I say it's my bat, you know? Like, so if I see you when I go talk to you, that's my bat. I'm picking my bat now. Not when um, I send my message on tangent and you just wait to decide. You're like, okay, well, the last five guys in my in my queue didn't work out. I'm going to give this guy three message chance. And then, like, oh, fuck that. Fuck them. The fuck? Like, that's how I feel about or, it. So, as far as it doesn't affect people, me, it doesn't affect me at all. Because it really reads up. Right on. Um, the people you take serious. People, say it again? How long do you wait? For people you take serious, how long do you usually wait to... Hey, man, it's slow to hire, quick to fire around these parts, so it'll be a while. <laughs> it's just, uh, if, if she... I'm one of those where, you know, I operate based off indicators of interest. She's, you know, she's texting me throughout the day, and she wants, she's sending me pictures of her outfits throughout the day, or, you know, we're on dates, and she's really, really into me. I might tell her sooner, like, you know. If you act like you like me, I'm going to tell you more things. If you just act like you want to be entertained, I'm not going to tell you shit. Hey, guys, we're going to take a 30 second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website of our Y Day podcast is on www ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where all this episode is on and we're on soundcloud apple google play and we're also on uh, spotify so and we also actually have this video um the episode of the video on our youtube channel on the Y date podcast web, uh, youtube channel which is also in that website and let's get back into the episode Let's ask a woman here since Sam Shirley's here. Single dads, yay or nay? Honestly, if you're a woman who hasn't had her own children, your body is still like, and you could pull basically any nugget. No, single dads are probably not in your, they shouldn't be in your top five, to be honest. Um, hmm. That's in, that's just generally speaking, because that comes with a lot of emotional baggage, a lot of emotional responsibility that you do not have to deal with. Sorry. Some don't. 
Some I don't mean, want yeah. kids, though, so Respect. they choose the. I mean, I mean, I, again, other. it's it's just it's just a lot of because you have to deal with the baby mom. That's a whole nother thing. You have to deal with like y'all's relationship the relationship you have to their child what if that relationship doesn't last right that has impacts not on just you your partner but also the child and that's just like a lot so if you're someone who you know doesn't have that much emotional like that much responsibility as a woman I do not think single unless unless and this is going to be problematic but unless he is like a high earning kind of man then it's different because then you're being somewhat compensated for it, if that makes sense. Damn. Whole place just got silent. We're like, we're all right now. Just like, you gotta have money. For my experience, and my my experience, especially with my guy friends who have kids and stuff. I'm gonna keep it so real with y'all. Women don't give a shit. I mean, I'm gonna keep it super. I'm gonna keep it super real. Like I'm gonna keep it super real about 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 single dads and single data treat. Right, like if you're a good-looking dude and you got your shit for the most part together, she does not give a fuck if you have a kid. The end. That's weird to me. That's weird. No, I mean you say it's weird to you, but I'm not gonna put you on blast. But fuck, I remember there was there was a time you was talking to a dude with a kid. But um, I've never talked to a dude with a kid. Oh shit! Please don't, and I never will, and I never will because like. Don't know. No. I don't know. We, we, no. I'm gonna get a call from you later. I know for sure. We'll have to talk about this. <laughs> Bro, like, I distinctly remember. Anyways, anyway, no, for the record, I've never talked to a single I would tell y'all right now, women don't care. Like I think there might be a handful. No, they you know, care. Surely, like the other four others on the planet who care. I hate you. For the most part, because here's the reason. I'll tell y'all why. Women judge men so much more holistically than men judge women, right? If a man fails in one department, there are so many other departments where he can excel at that she'll be attracted to him. Well, the part of it is what you talked about. Dante. I'm just I'm adding on, man. I'm adding on. Let him pinch the nerve. Let the man talk. Let the man talk. You, you don't pinch the nerve. Let him talk. So, so if you can handle a job, you can manage your kids, you can be relatively good looking and in decent shape. What that tells her is you have insane stability, that you are making it work. That is attractive to women. Most women want kids. And most women are afraid they won't find a man who would be a good father, right? So you already have one. They're like, oh, okay, he's hanging in there. Especially if she sees y'all together when you first meet, like you guys minus like that. She sees you being a good dad. Her lady bits dripping, right? So if you're a guy and you're listening to this, you're a single dad. All I have to say is if you have your shit together and you are conventionally attractive, you have nothing to worry about. Okay, thank you. But I I also want to add, I'm not trying to negate. I just want to add, though, that's how a lot of you women out here get into these dramas and you find, you you get, 
you find yourself warring and complaining about how his his baby mom's like this and like that and whatever, but it always goes back to how you selected. If you were just going based off of the fact that he was attractive and handsome and whatever the mm-hmm. fuck, and not going based off of how good of a caretaker he is to his own children, that's the problem, sis. So like, choose, I, I'm just saying, I'm not to negate what Markel said, yes, women like single dads, but I'm also, I think it's really important to pay attention to what kind of father he is. So, okay, so question. All right, so is it it's a, the question of the, being, them being a good father or is it the baby mama shit that, that really gets a lot of women? Well, that's a good question. Uh, honestly, I think it's, honestly, I think it's the, because I, I, I've seen a lot of women like pair up with bad fathers and like go to bat to like fight baby moms over. Those are know. baby mamas then. It's not the so bad. I think, I think because you, you, you could yeah. be there for your kid and you're fighting for your kid to get full custody and shit and then you get like a crazy ass baby mama like that that could be a big factor of turning away women away from like a single dad but if you have like someone who's like a, like a legit like you know chill like oh whatever we were married didn't happen didn't work out we had a kid blah blah, blah. um because yeah, I can see that being for I can see that being for for even those single moms I've dated, the baby daddy was pretty chill. Like they had a relationship, didn't work out, and we were cool. We didn't have like a war battle. But I feel like for women, it's very territorial. So I can see that being an issue. But if you have a woman that's like kind of a little bit more understanding, like okay, you know, mm, it didn't work out. He moved on. You know, we our kids growing up. Da 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 da. We move on, right? Yeah, that's an update to the social contract, too, because social contract. Yeah, I've experienced and observed that women are more like situational on their decision making. Like they'll contradict what they say they want in a man (laughs) off the situation. Like they'll say, I want him to be this and I want him to be this. But then they meet a guy and he just clicks something and he's the opposite of everything they say they wanted. So I think it comes down to situation like. You know, and Shirley can say, I don't, I will never talk to a guy who's a, a father or something like that. But, you know, who knows? Two months down the line, she meets some dude who's just great. He hits every point. And then once she's like in there a month later, he's like, hey, I got this little kid. Um, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And she'll accept that because everything like he's like Red Pill said, everything um, else. Was hey, I got I need little kid. Do you like find it or something? She's like, hey, I have this little kid, you know. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> when you said that, I got this little kid. <laughs> Well, you know, I don't have I don't have a child, so I don't have that compassion for it. You know? oh, <laughs> I just a little thing of mine that you know. The music oh, yeah, it, it hits, <laughs> I think I think it hits different for men because men are very ownership oriented. If it's really not their kid, they don't want to fuck with it. Like I think yeah, it's I don't so want different. Kids, period. So I, I don't want to watch somebody else's kids. Yeah, on my own, you know what I'm so saying. If it's fun. your own child, like a man's very like, yeah, this is my daughter, this is my son. Like, there's also legal ramifications too. If you're if you're a single guy and you're dating a girl with kids, if you guys live together for like two or three years and then you break up, she could put you on the rap for child support. Oof. She legally that can do really? it. Yeah, I've heard I didn't know that. So that that's, that's a huge that's a huge issue. A man's never gonna do that. Oh, no, they're not gonna do that. Like, are you ain't, you know, you ain't no woman, <laughs> they should they should equal rights. They should equal fights. They should, but men don't really give a shit that much. They don't, we, we don't, I think a lot of men don't go for the jugular as far as financial shit. Like, we don't take that shit too deep into the pocket. We understand men, we care more about money than any motherfucking shit in the world. 
Like, it is hilarious like, when men do, though. It is hilarious when men get out. Also, it, do. it is. Kids, right? Can't further your legacy. They're not your kids. They're not your bloodline. Yeah. So you can't pass right. on assets woman, to a she child that's not yours. Else, but he could always get her pregnant. She could have more kids. You know what I mean? Like, and it, just, it just feels yeah, like a sippish move because you're taking care of some asshole who just dug in her and left her with a kid and bounced. And hold you're on, like picking up and take care that of her. of low. Sometimes too, because maybe Say he what? left because she was batshit crazy. That, okay. I'll give you that. That could have been, that. That, that been true. That could have been true. Okay, like, she could be batshit crazy. We, we always see the worst of women. Like, that's so funny. Like, yes, it's terrible. It's really terrible. Whenever we see a single mom, we always assume the problem was the man. We don't know that. That's true. I will give you that. Well, okay. Here's the thing I question. Okay. I'm not going to interrupt. If a woman loses full custody of a child, that's a big sign that there's some problem with her. There's something going no, on with not. her. No, oh, it's not. Fuck yeah. Dude. No, women all it means always, is that. <laughs> women always all, win. All it means is that the man probably can provide a more financial, financially stable. Uh, is it financially? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't know. But I see if a girl like loses full custody, it never is like the best situation. No, Google it, sis. (laughs) It always favors the women. But I you know what? Let me check. Let's check what the statistic is. Look up, look up uh, Alameda County. Look up, look up Santa Clara County. Look up the highest fucking child support. Like who gets the full custody the most? Women or men? Who gets the most? Women. Custody. Oh, sure of men or women. Like, Don't look at Contra Costa. Like north of seventy percent of custody battles, women get majority custody. California. Yeah, yeah. Contra Costa is a little different because men are actually winning higher than women because women are a piece of shit in Contra Costa. I guess. It's kind of fucked up too because if she is batshit crazy, she is just downloading bullshit on that child about her about her uh, their dad. Yeah, that's what I say. Is like she is not some saint. She's not inherently virtuous because she is a single mom you don't know why he left sometimes i didn't say that i didn't say she was virtuous saint you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? this in general and i'm oh, not okay. saying single moms are bad what i'm saying is we need to stop looking at them and being like oh you poor thing he's such a d-bag and believing every story because he's not there to defend himself she sure. could have cheated on him she could have cheated on him and he won he broke up with her and he went to court and just lost the custody battle because she made up some bullshit Go ask any law enforcement officer. If a woman calls for domestic abuse and he shows up and the man has even had one sip of alcohol, they have to arrest him. If they show up and she has any scratches on her face inflicted by him or self-inflicted, he has to get arrested. He has to be removed from the the property. And I know that bullshit because it fucking happened to me. Wait, didn't they change the law to where they they both get arrested? So hold on, hold on. Someone... Someone commented, uh, Angelina commented, not saying someone. My friend's baby mama is in mental hospital and he still can't get full custody. So I don't know. Exactly. That's prayers out to do, by the way. Since then, prayers out to do, by the way. But what I'm saying is we <laughs> need to stop looking at this as like she's okay. taking on some virtuous task of raising a kid by herself. Because Go ahead, we don't Shirley. know why the fuck she's single. Angela, right. what you got? Okay, so this is uh, an article by NOLO, which is like the the national like law for firm, and um, they they post a whole bunch of like articles and stuff. Um, and this one's this this specific article is called "Do Mothers Have More Rights to Child Custody Than Fathers?" That's the question they they're asking. Um, it introduces this. This is the intro. 
Many people assume that mothers have greater child custody rights than fathers. However, the fact is that no custody laws in the United States give mothers a preference or additional rights to custody of their children. If you are going to go through a divorce or have a child outside of a marriage and are considering requesting custody of your child, it's imperative that you understand your legal rights and responsibilities. And this article is gonna give you some answers. So here's the first thing. Why do some people assume that mothers have more rights? Well, historically it's assumed that the mother would get custody of the children in divorce due to the fact that in most cases, the mother was the primary caretaker. But in actuality, custody laws do not contain gender preferences because um, many women work outside the home and earn income and there are fathers who stay at home and work. So there's no gender preference. It's really based off of who can provide the best needs to the child. Who's winning the most? I, the question was, uh, who is getting the most full custody? Yeah, so we, like, that is the question we need to know. We know the law version of it. Like, they're not going to say, oh, only women win. Like they're not gonna say, we want to know what is the record or what is the statistic of highest. We need to know that. We don't need to know. Okay, we know okay, that all shit. Right, all right, all right. We don't need to do it. They're gonna give me like. You want numbers? Okay, I'll give you numbers. I'm saying we want to know what is the highest number, even in our counties, different counties. Okay. Who wins the most custodies? All right, let me get you a number. Hold on, let me get you a number. You already know. Yeah, we already know that shit. They're going to try to sugarcoat that shit. What you preference? Just so you know. Okay, let me, let me get a number. Let me get a number. This one south. She throwing up shit that we already know. Like, man, we know that they're going to say that. 35% of child custody time nationwide. On hey, Dante, we off topic. 35%. No, 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 no. <laughs> we always off topic. No, no, no. 35%. You can't sit there. We know there's no law written discriminating against fathers, but the action is what do judges award? What do me because in California you have to go through a mediator? What do the mediators suggest to the judge? What do the mediators facilitate the conversation in which direction? Okay, okay, okay. okay that okay, breakdown? Okay, okay. That's what we need. We need those numbers. Okay, we don't need damn, that okay. shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We are totally <laughs> off topic. I know we are, we are so totally off topic. topic. But like, we want to know <laughs> just to prove a point. I don't know. It's us guys things. We want to prove a point. I don't know. No, just one of those like you just you're not coming correct right now. Know the truth. Come correct. That's not how. But she's doing research though. Pro- shout out to Andrew. Yeah. She's doing the research though. So trying to help the argument. Keep keep bantering. Keep talking. Filling up space because it's causing. Yeah, me. Bring up another question about the topic. Yeah. I mean, uh, I said that was it. No, uh, we know. She's, I mean, we I mean, can talk about. We know there's no written law against fathers in America, but what we do know is statistically, who's getting awarded what amount of time? Fathers are getting, on average, nationwide, thirty-five percent of custody, child custody time. We need, that, we need research on that. We need, we need to make sure the numbers are correct. I, just, I, I trust. Right now, I know that you're right. Custody battle statistics without a number. I didn't try anything to prove my argument. I just said custody battle statistics first in the pop up. What yeah. else do we need? Next topic. Okay, <laughs> damn. All well, right. I mean, we were talking about. Uh, All right, we fuck about, me then. It was a topic today. I don't know, man. We, the social contracts. Yeah. Speaking of social contracts, there's no rules of engagement anymore. There's no, there's no set rules of engagement. And so if we want to use the word social contract, like I said, it's between two parties, two individual parties. There are no contracts or agreements between the two genders. There's a certain expectations and there's certain social expectations and social, social conventions, but there's no written contract. There's no 
So there's no implied contract anymore. Right. Unless you go for a woman who's more traditional and cultural. Which like I always strongly. tell men to go for. That's, yeah. If you look at my dating history recently, that's typically what I go for. And the experiences yeah. of my opinion are much more favorable. They're much better. It is. Yeah, they're more feminine. They're more conservative when it comes to dating and being with the man. They take a more of a, a feminine gender role, which they're proud. And, you know, it's just it's a beautiful thing. You know, I'm always saying all the time on my Instagram, you know, being a man is not a crime. I feel like when I date women who are a bit more conservative in their opinions, like they just they want you to be a man more. They encourage you to be a man more and they don't get in your way as much. They're not always challenging you with something or they're not always trying to compete against you. And they even go for their own careers. They even go for high paying careers. But they still just allow you to play the role that you naturally feel like you must fill. And they don't judge you for it. And they're not trying to compete with you. They're not trying to tell, you know, push you down or, or whatever. Which honestly, I never really had a problem with to begin with because I am just a, I just have a presence when I'm around. Like, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do it this way. And this way it's going to happen. Um, Lord, okay. okay. But I, <laughs> I respect but, that, man. I yeah. respect that. Because honestly, it's one of those where you guys stand up for yourself. No one's going to do it for you. Like, nope. no, one, no one's going to no push to the front of the line for you. You got to get there yourself. You know? So. So I'll let y'all know. That was. And also, when it comes to, like, women, like, this is, is going to sound a little bad, but I'm going to say it. Women just babbling off shit about men or just babbling off shit about what they are or aren't going to do. They're babbling off shit about what they like. Do not listen to women who just repeat shit they've heard from the little echo chambers they live in. Right? Don't like listen to them. Watch what they do. Watch them closely. Watch what they do. The same women who talk about they're proud and independent don't reach for their purse on the first date. The same women. Uh, who... <laughs> um, oh, oh. Except for Ooh, here we go. Hey, what you gotta say? My popcorn ready. No, I want you to go ahead and finish your thought. I don't want to rudely interrupt you, but just know you're no, wrong. No, I'm done. This is about the, the stats. <laughs> oh, she said you're wrong. <laughs> now you turn to the computer. Yeah. Okay. Let me hear your numbers. So let me let me just let me make sure I have this clear in my head. You're telling me not to listen to women about what women like about men, right? That's what you're telling. Saying don't listen to the bullshit they're getting from echo chambers. Women is always pro. Actually, don't listen. Don't listen to anyone who screams loudest. By the way, don't listen to anyone who's always saying I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. We're women, and we're da 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 da. Don't listen to any of that bullshit. Just watch they do. Watch them. Do they act in alignment to what they are saying, right? If they are expecting, if they're talking about how independent they are, and then when the bills come, they're like, well, that's the man's job. Don't talk they're about that. They're independent and they have their own career. I don't know why these things are only physically are still only dating and marrying men who are making more than them. And what I'm saying is when, when you're vetting a woman and you're getting to know a woman, her, what she's going to say is so situational. It is so based off what she feels in the moment and what she thinks is the right thing to say half the time. Take it with the right salt and watch what she does. And it goes both ways, right? Man's like, oh, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's, you know, it's Thank like, you. well, wait, let him show you before you just jump heads and heels, right? If a guy says he's going to like financially just dominate you, wait until he starts shelling out some cash before you start like, you know, giving it up. But with women, like, watch her. When you're going on dates, watch her, right? If she, if you, before you got on that date, she's on that fucking independent hype train, but she's not pulling out a wallet, right? She isn't asking you any questions about you when you're telling a story about something that is personal and you're passionate about. If her eyes don't light up, 
the same passion, but your passion, she's interested in what you're saying, and she just wants to be entertained. If she's catting off on, like, she's this bullshit. She doesn't know what she wants. She doesn't know what she wants to do. She's caught in between what she thinks she should be and what she's actually looking for. So just watch her. Just watch her alignment. Does she move in the way she speaks? Right. And that's, that's what that I'm I say don't listen. With. I mean, okay. see, past, see past that. She's always going to say They're going to say some bullshit. You guys are, are holding two different, like, ideals of women and on one end you guys agree that women are situational and we change our minds based off of the situation now you're saying like oh well only trust the things that she does not the things that she says we women are adaptable what i'm saying is well hold on women are actually taking two different opinions too in perspective i'm just i'm just telling her that she's taking my uh perspective and his and making it as one you can't do well no i'm taking yes you're right i'm taking different perspectives different things that have been said about women tonight right okay and i'm and i'm and i'm and i'm I'm mirroring it back to you right and so what you are telling me is that on one hand women can be situational we all agreed Right. And then on another hand, you're saying you can't trust the things that women say. You can only trust the things that we do. Because However, based on, based oh, on let the her finish. They go together. Because let her finish, Red Pill. Let her finish. Okay. So based off of what we do and say, it can it it varies. We're adaptable. We change. We grow based off of what we feel, what what we're what whatever the situation provides or the environment provides. We evolve, correct? We can agree on this? Situational, yes. Okay. Now, if we can understand that women are adaptable based off of the situation and we're attracted to a certain level of masculinity, doesn't it make sense then for you to provide the best masculine environment for this woman so she will adapt to you? Only if she's showing the opposite. In the best, yeah. yeah. You just you just hit no me with the if she, she you just hit me with the if she has an echo chamber and she talks about rah rah rah, but when she's with you and she asks you to pull out your wallet, well then what's wrong with that really? Because if you're a masculine man and you're providing a masculine environment, she's gonna adapt accordingly. Women are situational. You cut the rah rah bullshit. Get with the program. No, no, be a man. No, he, he's, no, he's saying, he's saying, be the energy that we can adapt What he's saying is, you, yeah. if you come out and you're saying yeah. I'm an independent woman and I'm strong, but then you don't reach for your wallet, that's bullshit. No, what I'm saying, saying, these things aren't mutually exclusive. You can still want a woman to be, a woman can still be independent and then be around a man and be like, okay, this is my man's realm and I'm not going to challenge him in that. These then things are really mutually exclusive. Is it? Okay, no, it's, it's not mutually exclusive. Here's the thing. I know I have money. Here's the thing. I have money. You have money, but you are the man. So you're going to handle things in a certain way. You know, I got you if you need me, but you are the man. I can still want women to be independent, right? And at the same time, respect masculine energy. These things aren't mutually exclusive. And what is independence to a woman? What is your definition of independence as a woman? As a woman, independence is the ability to make certain choices and not abandon yourself in those choices. So if I'm, if I'm in a, and let me give you an example, like if I meet a guy and he's everything that I don't want, but I just stick with it and I try to make it work, even though internally I know that's not something that's right for me, I'm being dependent. 
I'm being like a child. An independent woman will be able to say, no, this isn't right for me and make better choices. Does that make sense? Yeah. So independent women are women who do not self-abandon themselves. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know better than we do. I mean, I like I at least that's the perspective I'm working with. So what what I'm hearing is basically what I said, right? Like, don't listen to what she says, watch what she does. If she's conforming to you and she's doing the things that are conducive to whatever relationship you guys might have, then yeah. And hopefully at the same time, she'll cut out the rah-rah bullshit, right? Or you'll call her on it. You'll be like, hey, you know, you talk a lot of rah-rah, but every time we hang out, you do this thing. And now you're calling it adaptability, but the reality is you just changed your fucking mind. I right? mean, so now, now all of a sudden it's adaptability, but well, earlier y'all were before it was just, just subjectively deciding, you know, and do this thing. Like if it's, well, I'm gonna be quiet and family when I'm around you, but when I'm not around you, I'm gonna be this, you know, or when you're not pulling out your wallet. When you're pulling out your wallet, you're gonna pay, okay, now I'll be nice to you, feminine, because me using my wallet is the masculine thing to do. But at any other point in time, if I'm making decisions, setting plans and stuff, you wanna fucking battle me on it. Or if you're sitting there still going off about rah rah shit after I've paid, after I've done the masculine thing, you kick rocks. Okay, fair. But what I'm also saying is, like we we established earlier in this conversation, women want to be around a masculine energy that's more masculine than her. So if she's in a space where that man is being is able to take on the role of being masculine, it allows her to fall back in her feminine. If she's around a group of women and there isn't masculine energy, yeah, we're going to do it ourselves. The fuck? But if we're in, if we're in relation to a man and he, and he, and he's expressing his masculine energy, what I'm telling you is it's natural for us to fall into our feminine period. And that doesn't make her a hypocrite. That means she's adapting to you. Gotcha. Okay. Then she's cut out the rah-rah bullshit. Wow. But- <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you're no, right. But, uh, but, but, but no, but you're, no. And here's one more thing I want to say. Here's one last thing I want to say. It's also those women who are all who are about that raw, raw bullshit who really want help, who at the end of the day really want support, who really want masculine energy. It's exhausting True. being everyone's strong person. Sure, they're just barking. True. You, you got oh, some support. So, yeah, sure, you got right, some support. I absolutely agree that that's what they oh. want. Take Mike farther away from out. It's like, is it me? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I just want to comment on there. Uh, Gigi oh, just, froze. she said, I'm with you, sis. <laughs> you guys hear me? All yeah, right, I, cool. I've said my piece on it. Hold uh, on, uh, really quick. Um, the uh, Rara Bullshit topic um, <laughs> for the uh, women that actually want help, and this has just been my perspective. Um, I'm not saying all are like this. I'm just my perspective of what I've dealt with. The ones that want help are have been the ones that have been the quickest to push someone out of their life too, though. And that's just, you know, what I've dealt with. Yeah. I think it's the oh, yeah, confusion so be, of, of so being be, masculine and feminine energy clashing together, you know. They want to be independent, right. but they don't know when to release that shit to get help. Because everybody needs help. Even men, strong men, will need help from another strong man. Our iron sharpen iron, right? That's how men do yeah. it. So when women need help, but they're too confused or had all that bullshit, that rah-rah bullshit in their head to be independent, you have to be strong all the time, and this is that. 
they kind of relent from that and they think it's weakness. So yeah, even if somebody does come in with the genuine care and he's a guy and he really doesn't want sex, he's just like, I'm here to help you. They'll try to find some way. Are oh, you just trying to control me? Are you misogynistic bullshit? You know, they don't really get the help. So top so talking on that on that comment there. So someone did mention uh Gigi just mentioned she was on our episode a couple of times. Uh, but there's a lot of betas that think they're alphas, but they're not. And those be the most sensitive ones. Damn. Yeah. Betas can't pass chit tests. That's how that's how <laughs> that's they can't true. pass chit tests. They get they get their feelings hurt really fast. Well, it's so. it's mm-hmm. I think it's. I you said, "Amen." I'd be wanting help, but if you aren't reliable or flaky, or flaky, it reduces the trust in that man. Yeah, a real man will tell you the truth. He's not going to sugarcoat that shit. He's going to tell you the, the flat out truth of what's going on. Not because we, we like to solve problems. We like to solve problems. We like to fix shit, no matter what it is. So if a woman actually comes to a real man and she needs real help, he's going to give her real help. He's going to tell her what's going on, what's wrong. These are some suggestions you can fix it. If not, kick rocks. That's pretty much it. Um, okay. Well, shit. Also, it, I think it's it's also most of, like women pay attention to how you recover too. It's like when you're working out, right? You know you, how fit you are based off of how long it takes for you to recover, right? And so women might put you through shit tests, but if you're able to bounce back and bounce back like and like set a boundary and bounce back even stronger, women pay attention to that. Right. And that's the kind of, I mean, personally, but that's the kind of stuff that I think uh, women respect more. Isn't this whole like, uh, can you pay for my wallet type thing? Like, I, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I'm just a person, but I think it's more of like, how does he bounce back from conflict? Um, how does he adapt? How does he, how does he get us back on track? Uh, it, yeah, that kind of stuff. Is that a fear of vulnerability? I think it's a maturity thing too though i don't know i mean and that was just an example right and that example specifically for women who constantly yeah. preach how independent they are i can personally i pay for almost every day i ever go on right i might do a little coffee test right so if we go on a date and i pay for lunch we're walking we go to the coffee shop i might look at her like oh you might get these and just see how she reacts right but i pay for every single day that i go on i usually pay for the first two or three days of the chick that's just how i operate yeah, I do that shit too. I always say before, don't take her on dates where you're breaking the bank. Just don't, right? Take her on nice dates with good scenery and fun activities. Call it a day. You pay for it if you ask her. If you ask her out on a date, you pay. I, mean, I agree. Date, I had an episode talking about that. You asked yeah, somebody. Yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, if they I'm ask you, you gotta pay? No. It's weird. That doesn't nah. mean. I mean, maybe I'm going because. Every date I've gone on, man, they don't, they don't let me pay the full thing. They uh, split that shit with me. That's good to see, man. I'm, I'm glad I see a lot of women handle their own shit, man. Um, uh, those are Pakistani women, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Not only <laughs> Pakistani. He knows. Alpha Buck knows. Pakistani, black, uh, Turkish, you know. Just... I mean, I'm, yeah, I've been in some yeah, interesting yeah. dates, man. Like, where yeah. girls showed up like two hours late or maybe an hour and a half late and then oh yeah i'm expecting me to pay it i was like bitch you were still man you better than me i would have left 30 minutes i'm out bro and i was like doing other shit at the time so i was i'm patient because i didn't want to hit traffic going back and i was like man i don't know and i was like she showed up late and then she got mad at me for me not saving her a table i was like we cost in this restaurant money <laughs> yeah, hour and a half i'm sitting at this table they're asking like is your person gonna come up like i'm costing them money that could be two people at a table 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, they could have been in and out. So, you no, start ordering hella food, and then when she shows up, you just dip. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, I don't understand. That would have been hilarious. Like, you got me back. It would have been hilarious. Money. You, like, finish your last bite, and she's going like, hey, what's up? Check, please. All right, well, you take <laughs> <laughs> And, Shelly, how long you would you wait for somebody? Stuff. That's what I got. I'm such a nice dude about it, I guess. <laughs> nah, I wasn't even tripping. Yeah. But all right, y'all. How I long would you wait for somebody on a date? I got to dip off. Yeah, I'm about to end up wrapping up real quick. Yeah, so, I got to wait 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. 15. I mean, I was going to do like a 10 30. But I'm always break. late, so I can't even really talk. So. Yeah. All right, y'all. Good night. All right, good night. All right, all right boss. Oh, all right. Oh, he's going to just leave out like that, man. My fuck. The fuck? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like the fuck, man. Are you gonna dip out like that? No, nah, I was cool. so confused. No, because you just like threw it out there. Oh, we gotta stop. I mean, <laughs> I got like maybe like we do it like we'll end at like ten fifteen. We'll do like three minutes of what you guys have to kind of say, throw onto the topic. Um, oh, but you can do ten thirty, man. I mean, that's the better. I, I ha- no, I have I have to go in three minutes. Keep it at like yeah, ten fifteen. I know it's different time zones for everybody else, but who's ever listening in? But wait, okay, <laughs> we all on Cali time, bro. What you mean? <laughs> I mean, there's people from like <laughs> all kinds of places, man. East Coast, Midwest, you know what I'm saying. But what do you guys have to say? What's your last thing before we end this episode? Even though we didn't talk about the topic, really. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, we never do. We ever? We never <laughs> right. do. Or do. Right. It's just I just throw it out there. We have it, and then we just dive deep into it i you know what i'll say this through my like the last time i was on i was telling you guys that when i when i date i just go for the experience and i don't look for yeah. the outcome that shit has been working very well i love and there's no that. stress there's no drama mm-hmm. um i've yeah. talked to ann shirley gotten some uh women's suggestions and advice for her and mm-hmm. at the time i was currently talking to two women mm-hmm. But it, it was, I got it back down to one inch early. Uh, yes! But, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and she yes! went with her dude, though. So that, that's, that's kind of fucked up. So <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't use that anymore. So, so I got to watch out. I gotta watch oh, out man. It's from, because, you know, I, I always communicate. So I asked her, to make a long story short, I asked her how mm-hmm. she felt about our interaction and everything. And she mm-hmm. said, every time she's around me, she feels elevated because there's no stress in the air. There's nothing. And I'm always just like going for the experience. Yes. And she's waiting for the left shoe to drop. She's like, I'm just waiting for that next shoe to drop for like, then I was like, dude, this is how I am. This is just, this is, is what it is. I was like, the only thing, and I told her I, I was honest. I was like, the only thing you might have to worry about is if you start falling for me, I'm not going to be on the same page. It's going to take me a lot longer than you think it's going to take. And that's just me. Mm, I you communicated that. And she said, well, it's crazy. She's rushing, and she said without blinking, she was like, "Well, that's just gonna make me want you more." And that shit, I was just like, "Fuck." So, yeah. Did I find the golden ratio? Maybe, but I'm just telling you, man. If you don't go into a relationship stressed or thinking it's gonna go it a longer way, or don't go into it thinking this person's the one, or I hope we get married. Man, I gotta stop doing it's okay all that. To daydream. Stop doing that, you know, it's okay nice. Stop it. But when you daydream, <laughs> don't put that person's face on. Keep it blank. Ooh, that way you don't. That way you don't. You know you don't etch it in stone. And you won't hurt yourself. So just have a good time, experience, have fun. That way you and that person can actually connect with no stress, man, and no. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. It works. 
that's what's up so you got a lot of likes for that i had someone who asked a question not to interrupt you guys so for the men that want submissive women do you ever expect us to pay for dates not really no but you could cook or you could like like make a cakers i mean you know something feminine for it you know it's a good thing to have a an exchange if, if i buy dinner and shit maybe you can get the movies or you know um i don't know bring me lunch one day from work or something like that just show that you care your nurturing side you got women have this beautiful nurturing side that they really use nowadays because they're so closed off and afraid of being hurt all the time so it's like they rarely can show that. And then when they do, it's pretty much to the wrong dude. And he takes advantage of it. So then they're like, fuck that. I'm yeah. not show it anymore. You know, yeah. so it's like once they find the right guy who can bring that out of them, they'll know what to do. You don't have like dates is not that important. It mm-hmm. just really isn't like you're, the date. What's more important on the date is to get to know each other, it's not where you're mm-hmm. going or how much the food is or anything like that. If you're worried about that, then That's you, the you're thing. in the wrong. Yeah. You're in the wrong Go for fucking the experience. mindset. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree with you. And I'm going to piggyback off that and say like, pay attention to how you feel around someone. That's the most. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah your instincts will tell you. I do that too. Yeah. And so. women have a uh, superior intuition. So you guys truly know if he's bad or not, if he's not really good for you, you guys know, like through your sales and everything I've witnessed that shit. It's just that if you ignore it or not, that's all, that's all it comes down to. She said access service is my love language, but I'm independent and proud. As you should be, sis. Yeah, come on, let's go. Come on, Angelina. Come on, let's go. <laughs> All I'm saying is do not get in your own way. Right? Do Very not true. get in your own yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what's up. All, All right, right y'all. Get back. This was <laughs> Always. Always. Oh, I probably won't be on next weekend because I'll be or next week I'll be working, but I'll try. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah, pros. Yeah, right yeah. There, I'm gonna, uh, Dinesh, where do you live, man? Uh, San Jose. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, next month I'm gonna try to have a barbecue once everything, because out here in Oakland, like, Merritt, mo- nobody's wearing a mask anymore. Uh, so, <laughs> like, uh, like, nobody motherfucking cares no more. But in Oakland, um, I'm gonna buy a grill and, uh, have. Mondre, are you back guys. on social media? Or are you still on a break? I'm still on a break. I, I forgot all about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I don't I even care about that shit. Yeah, I don't even care about that shit anymore. Like, it doesn't do anything. Like, once I got off of it and got past the addiction part of it, it's like, it don't even fucking matter. Like, you see the nonsense of it. Like, why was I even doing that? Like, I'm paying more attention to other people having fun than trying to have fun myself. And it's like, that shit has a, a negative effect on you, man. You don't see it at the time, but... You kind of notice it days on end. You're like, damn, why am I feeling kind of shitty and nothing's really going on? It's because yeah. subconsciously you're looking at people lying online. So it's like, yeah. it does. It is. Social media is definitely. When do you think of having a barbecue? Uh, I will let you know. It's probably going to be like in the second or third week of June. So I invite all of you guys know. over. Cool. Maybe we'll get white D shirts. Oh, cold out. Oh, come on, man. Come on. I'll bring you. I'll bring you best gift. Let me know the date. I'll, I'll make it happen. There's a t-shirt making place on Lake Lake Shore Avenue, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do I mean, what you guys gotta send me your guys' sizes, bro. I need to make sure we 
Oh my you. god, we gave Thanks you for your guys' idea. sizes. I need I need the oh. sizes that way I can. Then next you're gonna be like, oh, oh, six months later, I'm like, oh, what's the color? Y'all didn't tell me the color you want. <laughs> god damn. Yo. All right, y'all. All right, y'all, man. Well, the, the, everybody right, else, have a good night, man. I appreciate you guys safe, coming man. to the episode. It's been yeah. fun, man, even though we never talk about our episode topics. I appreciate the love, everyone on the listening who's listening in. Please subscribe to my podcast stuff, YouTube, all that shit. I got it on the website, www.ydatepodcast.com. But yeah, yes, I appreciate you guys coming in. You guys no definitely way. make the podcast for what it is today. So well, we always learn something. So you know what I mean? Like, I will yeah, let I you guys do. update it. I got to find out when anniversary, the first air episode is. I got to look at it. It's coming up. Yeah. So um, it's gonna be a big deal. It's like five years, I think, right? Five years. So, we can even oh, do five year old Dante. Wow. Five years, <laughs> man. It's my baby, my five year old yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And we'll do so we you. you should be. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> People gonna take that the wrong way too. <laughs> I knew he had a kid. I knew he had a kid. <laughs> Uh, he froze oh, up. He done froze up. So that, that's that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right. Y'all. Be safe. Good night, y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.